first letter to the Corinthians, the 12th chapter, the 21st to the 31st verse. The reading is also in your bulletin. If you are able, please stand for the reading. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the hand, head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker, weaker are indispensable, and the parts that we think are less honorable we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that it lacked it, that lacked it so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with, with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healings, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, do all have gifts, do all work miracles, um, do all have gifts of healings, do all speak in tongues, do all interpret it? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts. This is the word of the Lord. We are continuing our systematic study of Paul's first letter to the church in the city of Corinth. Um, I hope you've been paying attention. I, I really do. Um, throughout the 12th chapter of, of, of his letter, Paul has focused on the various ways God has orchestrated his church, what we so casually call the body of Christ. And the body of Christ, I don't mean that in a, I'm not saying the body of Christ is casual, far from it. It is packed with meaning. But we say the body of Christ, and I don't, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm sad and I'm, I'm inclined to believe we really don't know what that means. The body of Christ. Um, and in this 12th chapter, uh, Paul has taken great pains to describe what it is and equally as important, what it's not. I mean, you know, uh, it's, uh, what is it, artists, uh, architects, uh, I guess mainly artists, though, they talk about uh, negative space, that you have space, you have stuff, but uh, sometimes not having stuff is as or more important than having the stuff. Uh, if you think I'm wrong, just think of the, the lady, and I can't call her name, and it wouldn't be important if I did or didn't, uh, but she's made a, she's got a cottage industry and making a fortune on 
telling each and every one of us what we should have already embraced, get rid of your junk. You just got too much stuff in your life. Cull it down from your closets. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I don't know why I'm even going on this riff. But we, and if you have a, a, a personal storage unit, I'm not talking to you. But a lot of folks that have personal storage units, I don't understand. It's junk, and you pay monthly on junk that you probably will never use. It's like, we've got that much stuff that we have to pay a rental fee to keep our stuff. I think that is like, that is like bizarre. I mean, it's, it's just really bizarre. I know, I know, Pastor, you have no idea. This, uh, I, that's why I'm saying I'm not talking to anybody here that has a rental. I'm not talking to you. I'm just talking about stuff. Um, negative space. Paul is talking about in the 12th chapter. That's your homework for today. Please reread the 12th chapter. Reread it. In, in multiple versions, too. NIV is what we usually roll through. Uh, we also use the message to, to try and summarize, you know, kind of the, the thought for thought, if you will. Uh, but there are any number of versions. Uh, just, just be careful of some of them. But, but, but NIV, uh, NRSV, uh, the standard English, it's, it's, it's all good. Um, but Paul has focused on various ways God has put into place for his church to function as he desires, period, full stop. That's what the 12th chapter is about. We go down rabbit trails and start talking about all these little other things, and we, we dig deep in the little rabbit trails. And Paul is saying, hello, God speaks things into existence he put all of these parts together to function in harmony, period, full stop. That's what he's talking about. And we get caught up in things, in stuff. So on the 15th, for your homework, hopefully we covered this, in the 15th to the 20th verses, uh, we saw how Paul takes the view of lesser body parts. Paul is using... The imagery of a body, you know, with ten fingers and toes and, and hands and feet and eyes and ears and all of that. He's using that to give you a window to, 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 to look through. That's his portrait that he's painting of the body. The body. The body. The body of Christ. So in the 15th to the 20th verses, Paul, if, if, if you were really astute, uh, you would have seen how Paul takes the view of lesser body, lesser body parts grumbling against superior body parts. Lesser body parts grumbling against superior, what we would call superior body parts. Uh, he's not saying they're superior, but that's what we would, we, would, we would take that. So the foot's taking issue with the hand. And the ear is taking issue with the eye. We'd never do that. We'd never do that. And he presents, one thing about it, I'm, I'm convinced, Paul is, he's got some comic, uh, he, he, he's a funny guy. You know, uh, he, 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 he sees the irony in, in folks desiring uh, to be uh, within the body something they're not. So he says, what would the body look like if it were just an eye. You know, this, this one big old eyeball. 
Just one big old eyeball, that's a body. Well, obviously, by definition, that's not a body, but that's what Paul is saying. What would it look like if everybody got their wish and they became an eye? Or just one big old ear laying on the ground? You look at that and you go, ugh. It's like, that, I don't know what that is, but I'm not getting close to that. I don't want anything a part of that. And see, see, see we, it's like, that's so silly. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Uh, the body. It wouldn't fit the definition of the body. So now, in today's section, pericope, if you will, uh, Paul doubles down in making his point from the perspective of superior parts of a body to what might seem considered uh, lesser, starting at verse 21. Here we go. Uh, the eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffer, every part suffers, uh, suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. So you start at the B part of the 24th verse. If you look at the B part of the 24th verse, we see at least four things. At least four things. One, God has put the body together. God has put the body together. I'm going to try one more time, Tasia, because uh, the response is lacking right now. God has put the body together. Amen. We didn't assemble it. If it's, if it's his body, if it's your body, and, the, see, and the, the part of it, that's where we can start to see what, 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 well, why does this thing look functioning and work, and this one just kind of looks a little anemic and doesn't work. It just, a body is a body, and you can, you can, we, I, I don't say, yeah, I, I'm the Pillsbury Doughboy, so I'm so, you, you know, you, 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 don't, 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 don't look at me as, as, as the workout guru, but you know, you ever see folks that go to the gym, and they're, 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 they got the towel, they got the, they got the, 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 the leotards, and they got uh, whatever, they, they got everything on, and uh, they, they look good, but it's like, I haven't seen you pump a piece of iron yet. <laughs> but you look good. You know, that, that's a deficient body. That's a body that's, that's not functioning. That's a body that, 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 as they say, all show, no go, all horse, no hat, or something like that, or what, whatever the cowboys say. You know, they, 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 have, they, 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 they have a saying for that. Uh, God has put the body together. We need to keep that in mind. We need to really, it's like, boy, you're really belaboring the point. That's because we don't get it. We don't get it. Oh, well, I just, see, see, if we think that we just, that's why if we're not careful when it comes to, 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 
to assemblies, just assemblies, missional assemblies. We'll go from one hamburger stand to the next hamburger stand trying to find that, that, that awesome burger or something, you know, to, 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 to satisfy this. It's like, no, 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 no. If God is putting the body together, you know, and I appreciate those that said, you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like what I'm seeing. I'm like what I'm experiencing. Let me, let me pray about it. Let me see if, if this is indeed God is pulling me into this assembly so I could be a part of this body so that my pinky toe can fit in here and you don't have have like 50 pinky toes in here, and it's just like, no, that wouldn't be a good fit. But God is assembling his body. If God is assembling his body, it, it, it ought to be a good fit if God is assembling the body. If we're trying to uh, paste on body parts onto a, you know, I think this body would look good with a third eye. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't look good. It would look odd. Well, I want to be an eye, and, and we've got a pair of eyes right now. Well, I want to be an eye. We've got two. I want to be an eye. Oh, and, and you assemble things that it's like, what is that? That's not the body that God has put together. The second thing that God has done, God has, has increased the importance of parts of the body that we might be inclined to overlook. Read, 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 read that for yourself. God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked implied honor. Why? Third point. He did this so there should be no division in the body. I appreciate you all more than you understand, probably. I appreciate you all. Because 99.9% .9 of us, we understand what, what, we're, what we're supposed to be doing in this body. That, that it's like, okay, this is my role. This is what God has, has led me to do. And those of you who have said, you know, well, I've tried this, and you know what? You know, I, I don't think I really should have been in this. I, you know, out of zeal or, 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 you know, feeling like, well, I'll disappoint pastor if I don't say yes. Uh, you know, at some point, it's like, you know what? That's not my calling. That's not my fit. You know, I'm not going to try, uh, although Sister Jones, if you have openings, maybe I will, uh, but I'm not going to try and get up on the praise team stand and, and start to sing. It would not sound good. <laughs> Sounds great in the shower. It does not sound good here. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say, no, pastor, we could use you. Uh, no, no. Uh, we, see, see, if this is God's body, and he's orchestrating it, then we're led, see, see what, that's what Paul kept saying. There, there is no division with the Holy Spirit, God's Holy Spirit. There is no division. The division is us. We, we are divided. We get, we get confused. We bring in, our, we bring in our, our humanity into the picture. But the same Holy Spirit of God that's in you is in me. You don't get a little bit more, and I get a little bit less, or I get a little bit more, and you get a little bit less. The same Holy Spirit of God resides in each and every one of his believers. And if we are led by the Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit, then there's no division. We know what to do. I'm not trying to do videotaping. I can't do that. That's, I mean, well, that's just a gift. Yeah, 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 whatever. We can, we can go down that rabbit trail, but, but, but you know what your calling is. And hopefully you know what it's not. Um, 
and leads us to the fourth, fourth point in this, in this portion. God intends that all parts work in harmony. No division with mutual concern. No division with mutual concern. Um, we just got back from a, a week vacation. And uh, grand number five, four, grand number four uh, hurt her knee. And, uh, and it, it, it just seemed like every, and there was a little cut and scab and everything. And it just seemed, it was like, this is a little cut and scab, but it just seemed like it, no matter what happened, that cut and scab got touched and, it got, and that created pain in the whole body. It's just a little cut. It's just that, that but, but, but there's collateral issues associated with that. I dare you to say, and I, <laughs> for those of us who have stubbed our pinky toe on an ottoman in the middle of the night, you know how much pain throughout the whole body a stubbed pinky toe can, can, can convey. It's just a pinky toe. It's not that important. Stub it. See what happens. Oh boy, you talk about speaking in tongues. You will, you will, uh... <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. And, uh, well, yeah. As the message version of the, just the 24th to the 26th chapter, uh, verses of this 12th chapter reads, I like how it summarizes this. The way God designed our bodies is a model for understanding our lives together as a church. Every part, dependent on every other part. The parts we mention and the parts we don't. The parts we see and the parts we don't. If one part hurts, every other part is involved in the hurt and in the healing. If one part flourishes, every other part enters into the exuberance. I like how one theologian, he likened this, this, this whole portion to, it's like a, the drain plug on a, on a car. You know, if you didn't, oh, it's just a drain plug. Take it out. Take out the oil drain plug on a car and see what happens. I don't care if you've got Corinthian leather. I don't care if you've got a Bose sound system. I don't care if you've got, the, you've got some Michelins, the, the end-all Michelins. I don't care if you've got 500 horses underneath the, the, the hood. Take out the oil pan drain plug and see what happens. Yeah. 50 cent part? Nobody sees it. It's not that important. Take it out. No go. The valves won't work. Hey, oh, I've got this fancy electronic system. What's that got to do if you don't have any oil to, to lubricate the moving parts? Far from being independent free agents, seeking our own personal aspirations, we are, in, we are a part of an integrated, interdependent unit. I need Jabrilla to do what she does with our transitional kindergarten. I need her. We need her. The, the, it's just transitional kindergarten. I mean, she's not there. Lachey can handle it. But, you know, and, and if they're not there, then DeAndre can handle it. It's like, no. And I'm not calling you a drain plug. Uh, be a beautiful drain plug, but they're not, not a drain plug. But, 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 but we each have a part 
to play in the body in order for the body to function. And each and every one, it's, 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 it's important that we both understand that and understand, okay, so what part am I? Uh, that's what Paul is saying. It's not that, as one theologian writes, it's not that just all these parts are needed by the body as a, as a whole, but no individual part can claim that they don't need some other part that God has placed in the body, since their own well-being depends on the health of the whole body, and for that, functioning of each part is necessary. There, the implication is clear. There, there are no important people, and there are no unimportant people. Everybody is equally important, dependent on one another. Everybody. Everybody. That's, uh, I, I like how a lot of you have said, it's like, well, you hang around City Church for a minute, and Pastor Meeks is going to have you doing something. That's true. That's absolutely true. If, if, you're, if you're a part of this body, now, if you're just kind of, uh, you know, kind of stepping back, looking at the body and admiring it, that's, that's one thing. But if you're a part of this body, it's like, okay, we need to figure out what your role in this body is. You need to be integrated in the body so you can function. It's both for the health of this body and it's both for the health of you as a part. Cut my pinky finger off, it dies. Cut my pinky toe off, it dies. Uh, the body will get along, it'll limp along, not as, not as well as it would otherwise do, but that one, that one severed part, it dies. So Paul concludes this portion of uh, the letter in the 27th verse as it reads, now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have the gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts. Now you know what I'm about ready to say. I've said before, I'll say it again. Don't stare at the backside of a, of a tree, the bark of a tree, trying to, trying to see imagery in the bark, and you miss the whole force that God is trying to say, uh, trying to present. Uh, focusing on the gifts individually would be a mistake, as I've said before, and that's why the same holds true here. Okay, so with the enumeration, he goes first, second, third. Um, there is likely an aspect of priority, but not importance. Because if he were to start focusing on importance, then he would be contradicting everything that he said prior to that. So you think about it. It's, it's, the point he seems to be making is not that apostles, those that were sent to proclaim the word, apostole, to, to be sent, uh, were more important than those that gave prophetic voice or more important than the teachers, but the logical order of the growth of the church follows in that order, much like a body develops into maturity. So you would logically think you would have apostles, First, then you'd have prophets, and then you'd have teachers. You'd have, that'd be the logical order of the growth of the body. Uh, a body that develops into maturity. And then he moves from the body parts to spiritual manifestations, gifts, again, 
healing, helping, guiding, speaking in tongues. Interesting enough, in this list, which is not exhaustive, uh, Paul lists tongues last, even though then as now, people are prone to honor such gifts above others. And Paul is going to deal with that very thing in the next chapter. Oh, you speak in tongues, but you don't have love. What's the point? Well, really, well, and your point is what? What's your point? So, so, so Paul is like, like, don't focus on the manifestations. Just understand that the manifestations are given of God for the growing and the maturing of the body so that we can accomplish what God wants to be accomplished. Full stop, period. Um, Paul then proceeds to ask a series of rhetorical questions. I'm almost finished. Uh, to point out the obvious. What's the obvious? Everyone isn't equipped the same. Uh, are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Um, uh, on our vacation, um, I, was, I was blessed to be with my family, obviously, but I was also blessed to, it's one, probably one of the few times where I get to actually spend time watching ESPN and talking to my sons about sports. And uh, we were talking about, uh, 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 you know, a couple of sports uh, players, particularly in basketball, that they still have skills, but they're not on a team. They still have skills, but they're not on a team. Well, why aren't they on a team? Well, probably one of several reasons. One is that they don't understand how they fit in the body. I think I'm an eye. No, actually, you're a pinky toe. Well, I want to be an eye. Well, we've actually got two, so there's no role for you here. Well, I'm going to just sit out until I find a place to go ahead, knock yourself out. And you will see that, be it basketball or football, you'll see that very thing. Talented, very talented, mad skills, but no fit within the body. Um, they didn't understand their role in the context of a team game, and adding them would subtract, not enhance, the overall team. The same can be held true here, that if we don't understand our role within the body, that we end up stepping on, fighting for eye positions, ear positions, hand positions. And God is like, I want you to be content to be a toe in a sock, in a shoe. You're important. But you're a toe in a sock, in a shoe. I'm, but I may never be seen. Who, who, seen by who? Well, I've got skills. I know. I value that toe. I want ten toes. But I want to be an eye. We've got two. Well, I want to be an ear. I already have two. Well, I want to be a nose. I got one. <laughs> it's being a part of the body. Of the body. See, this is the idea... Paul is attempting to communicate. Um, the body of Christ is a team created to work harmoniously to point us toward and to glorify his creator. 
That's what the body is about. The body isn't about my self-actualization. The body isn't about, you know, 15 minutes of uh, speaking opportunity. That's not what the body is about. How can we grow the body of Christ? To what end? To glorify him and to share this good news with others. Amen? Let's pray. Our Father, our God, again we say thank you.